us pray. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you that you are a good, good father and that you love us beyond what we can ever know or imagine. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and the dealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power that your word will not return to you void, but accomplish that which you purpose in the lives of all your children here. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. So today, the title is You Are God's Priceless Purchase. Okay? Any one of you made purchases before? <laughs> yes, right? Uh, even uh, this, the youngest, all right, in age to the eldest, we have made purchases. We buy some things in our life, right? What would be your most expensive purchase? A car? A house? Branded bag? <laughs> For ladies? <laughs> Robert Lowe don't seem very interested <laughs> because he's not into shopping, right? Mostly ladies, okay? But we have made purchases, all right? We probably purchased the house. So what is the word? What is priceless, okay? So everything that we buy has a price tag in this world. What would be, what do you think is the most expensive purchase. Well, let, let's go into it, but, right? You may have an answer on your own. Okay, let's go into the word. In uh, Matthew 26, ah, we have Matthew here. <laughs> okay, this is your book, Matthew. All right, Matthew 26. 14 to at 15 is an incident that we are all familiar with. One of the 12 apostles, Judas the locksmith. It's the first time you all discovered Judas is a locksmith. <laughs> so when you go call your locksmith, remember, no, not all locksmiths are Judas. Okay, went to the leading priest and said, how much are you willing to pay me? Pay up as a price to betray Jesus into your hands. So they agreed to pay him 30 silver coins. So this is roughly uh, the silver coin at that time, the Greek, all right, the Roman uh, silver coin. Okay, and there were, <clears throat> they agreed to pay him. Uh, 30 silver coins. Before dawn that morning, all the chief priests and religious leaders resolved to take action against Jesus and decided that he should be executed. So they bound him with chains and led him away to Pilate, the Roman governor. So this is an incident 
where Jesus was handed to the Romans for execution or trial. And the one who betrayed him, as we all know, was Judas. He, paid, he was paid 30 silver coins all right, by the priests. Now, when Judas, the betrayer, saw that Jesus had been sentenced to death, remorse filled his heart. He returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and religious leaders saying, I have sinned because I have betrayed an innocent man. They replied, why are you bothering us? That's your problem. Then Judas flung the silver coins inside the temple and went out and hanged himself. The chief priest, picking up the pieces of silver, said, we can't keep this for it's unlawful to put blood money into the temple treasury. So what is the significance of, of this whole incident about the 30 silver coins? Let's look more. So after some deliberation, they decided to purchase the potter's field of clay to use as a cemetery for burying strangers. That's why that land has been called the field of blood. <clears throat> okay, so with this whole incident, fulfilled the prophecy of Zechariah, okay? So in the Bible, you have the uh, Old Testament, the New Testament, okay? The Old Testament uh, is before Jesus come. So everything in the Old Testament points to the new or rather to Jesus, okay? So in order to understand the Old Testament, it's better to start with Jesus, all right? So that's why for uh, new believers, or we have just received the Lord, uh, don't go into the Old Testament first, all right? Start to know new, the new covenant, start to know Jesus first, all right? Because he's the one who uh, saved us and we got born again through Jesus. So from there, we will be able to understand more clearer right, the, whole, the whole Bible. The whole Bible is a revelation of Jesus Christ, okay? So this incident of uh, betrayal of Jesus, all right, was already prophesied. But what is the main uh, part of this that applies to us today, all right, to see uh, who we are to God? This fulfilled the prophecy of Zechariah. They took, see, nothing uh, has been is hap that happens in the new has not been prophesied or foretold, foretold in the Old Testament. They took the 30 pieces of silver, the price at which he was valued by the people of Israel, the price of a precious man. And with the silver, they bought the potter's field as the Lord directed. So Zechariah, who is he? <laughs> a minor prophet. Okay, so in the Old Testament, you have major prophets uh, and minor prophets. That means the bigger one, the more famous one, and the smaller one. Nevertheless, they are all prophets. Okay, <clears throat> what they prophesy, they prophesy of Jesus. Okay, there's nothing to prophesy except Jesus. Everything culminates in Jesus Christ. Okay, <clears throat> so in Zechariah, he was talking about this. 
And what is this uh, price of 30 uh, silver coins or silver pieces of silver? If in Exodus, if the ox gores a male or a female servant, okay, the owner shall give to the servant's master. Okay, this servant is a slave, right? So in those days, they have slaves, okay? So if someone's ox kills a slave of another person, the owner shall give to the servant's master or the slave's master 30 shekels of silver, the purchase price for a slave. And the ox shall be stoned. Okay, so 30 shekels of silver is what you would pay for a slave. Okay. <clears throat> So none of us are slaves. <laughs> and let's see what is 30 shekels of uh, silver. So at that time, that is the price you would pay for a slave. Now, is a slave worth a lot of money? Huh? <laughs> no. Okay. A slave is not worth that much, that time. All right. Because today that we don't have slaves, so we are not aware of we, we don't buy slaves anymore, okay? That man, uh, slave trade has been abolished by the goodness of God because it's horrible to be owned by another person. Today, we only have what you call uh, maids or even today, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, helpers, all right? And slaves were abolished uh, because of the goodness of God. So amazing grace was the song written by a slave trader who got saved. <clears throat> okay, Zechariah 11, then I addressed them, pay me what you think I'm worth. They paid me an insulting sum, counting out 30 silver coins. So Zechariah is a prophet, okay? And uh, his work is what? Prophesy, <laughs> okay? So, the prophet prophesied. So prophesy means what? He brings God's message, all right, to the children of Israel, all right, the one who listen from God, hears God, and then speak to the people. Because at that time, Jesus haven't come, they cannot hear God directly. They don't have a Holy Spirit living inside them. So the Holy Spirit only come onto prophets, priests, and kings. So that's why you have prophets there for the people to hear God. So remember, the children of Israel were a special people and God was uh, speak to them through these prophets. Okay, so his job is to prophesy. And uh, they are, he asked them, you know, all of course directed by God. Pay me what you think I'm worth as a prophet, okay? And they paid, and the message version says, an insulting sum, counting out 30 silver coins. That means 30 silver coins, just now you, you, you know, is the price that you pay for a slave. Today, you may think a slave, very good, huh? <laughs> do everything for you. So that's why, uh, you know, it's, it's 
a valuable. Actually, it's not. Okay, a slave has no rights. It's a nobody. Okay, it's a nothing. It's like a possession. All right, it has no value for the person. So anyway, they put a sum to it, which is 30 silver coins. God told me, throw in the poor box or in the, uh, the, the church, okay, uh, the, the, the temple box. This stingy witch was all they thought of me and my work. So I took the 30 silver coins and threw them into the poor box in God's temple. Very similar to what happened, all right, in Jesus uh, with Judas, okay? <clears throat> the prophet Zechariah, this is a commentary, uh, Zechariah asked the Israelites to pay him for the work he had done among them. That's what they gave them, right? There is a, a price and they gave him a, a slave's price worth, which was insulting because who is he? He represents God, okay? It was meant to be an insult. They didn't value his prophecy. This just reminds me of uh, Esau and Jacob, right? Why God, the Bible so clearly says that God loved Jacob, even though he was uh, conniving and all that, yeah? Because he treasured God, the birthright, even Abraham, okay? So they were not all sinless people or so-called good by the world, but they all knew the value of God, okay? And God's word. So they didn't value his prophecy. Wow. Prophecy is to be valued. That means there is, there's a value. Would you buy <laughs> prophecy? It is... It's God's word. And what is God's word? God's word is spirit and life. That's what Jesus says. God's word can give you life. Hear man's word. Nothing much happens. Promises that can be broken. But God's word transforms someone. God's word is health to your bones. Brings health. Brings healing. Brings blessing. And they didn't value. Okay. His prophecy. Prophecy is basically what God is speaking. And what is God speaking? Most of the time pointing to his son, Jesus, what Jesus is about to do for us. Jehovah told Zechariah to throw this slave's rich into the treasury back in their faces. They were from the, the, no, the temple, right? The temple priests. Throw it back. <laughs> Sometimes it's like God, you know, it's a, 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 an insult when we don't realize, you know. So um, you're honoring God even when we give or tithe. It's not because God is poor <laughs> or, you know, the man of God, Zechariah, or what is poor. You're honoring God, right? Just now, as what Pastor Chinglan was sharing. And we're treasuring. There's no amount of money that we can give to uh, 
put a value and a worth to Jesus, what God has given us. That's why we sing that song now, worthy forever in eternity. Sometimes we think, okay, I've given that much. Can it compare to what he gave us and he see you and me? Let's look further as Holy Spirit show us today what uh, Jesus or God has done for us. Okay? So, I think we're not in the old, old, old time. Right? <laughs> so, it's not about how much, okay, uh, giving, but at the same time, uh, there is, a, you know, God is, it's a God who values, right? He has value and see how he values us and worth. So when Matthew says 30 pieces of silver and has Judas throw it back into the treasury is an allusion to this story in Zechariah in which unfaithful Jews undervalued a prophet of the Lord with an insulting amount of money. What a slave is worth. Okay, so we, we can understand this, right? So there is an undervalued by the uh, unfaithful Jews or for Zechariah, the prophet of the Lord, by insulting through the amount of money, which is the, the price or the worth of a slave. Matthew is saying the priests were willing to pay almost nothing for Jesus. Okay? Because what? They only, uh, Judas asked, Okay, how much will you give me to betray or sell Jesus to you? And they said, you're willing to pay just 30 shekels of silver, which is actually like nothing. Because it's only a slave's worth. A slave is worth nothing, okay? Or not much. They were angry at Jesus for the scene he had made at the temple, overturning the moneylenders' tables and railing against the corrupt priests, profiting off the sacrifices people brought to Jerusalem to make to God out of devotion and duty. 30 pieces of silver to the priests. To Matthew, God's uh, disciple, apostle. To Zechariah, then, was the price of contempt. What is contempt? In case we don't know, right? The feeling of that a person or a thing is worthless or beneath consideration. 30 pieces of silver to the priest, to Matthew, to Zechariah was the price of contempt. So it was like they saw Jesus, the priest, okay? Saw Jesus as worthless. Okay, of course, they didn't see him as the son of God. <laughs> they never saw Jesus as the son of God. They saw Jesus as worthless. So the most they will pay for who they thought Jesus was, worthless person, was 30 pieces of silver. The price of a slave. The worth of a slave. Jesus became that worthless on the cross. Nothing much but a slave's value. 
today. But God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatever to him. The priest at that time saw Jesus as worthless of no use. And on the cross, 2,000 years, silver also talks about redemption. We were actually worthless. We were of no use to him. But for us to become worthy, that's why communion is not about, you know, checking yourself to see if you are worthy before we take the, the bread. We will never be worthy if not for what Jesus did. He made us worthy by becoming worthless. I really don't know how to bring this up. When, you know, actually, you know, live so long, but haven't really seen this, read about it. Yeah, teacher uh, Jesus was so for 30 shekels uh, of silver. But what's that? You know, he, he became, uh, you know, everything on the cross was a divine exchange for us. He was the son of God. The most prized treasure, if you can use that word, I think no word can even uh, describe the apple of his eye, God's eye, the son, the beloved son, priceless. From priceless, that means you cannot even put a price on the son of God, can you? Right? But they put a price on him. The price of a slave that is like nothing to the Son of God, whom, who has one word, and the angels come down, who has, you know, all heaven belongs to him on earth. The most expensive, if we can put a price, the Son of God. But for you and for me, who are of no use, whatever to him, he was put a price by man that was worthless. Now, would you buy something that is not valuable before we purchase anything? Okay, would you buy the uh, condemned car from the garage <laughs> for the guys? <laughs> for the ladies, right? Would you buy something that you know cannot be used or that is not much worth? so-called spend our hard-earned money, pay for something that is uh, of no value? No, right? We will always pay for something that is of use to you. Even in your, in your work, right? When you pass a certain age, you become worthless to the boss. Okay? And that's where they say, okay, uh, retire. Or in a nice word, you know, retire, but actually it's a bye-bye. All right? They give you, uh, they set you. Of course, sometimes they give you some form of benefit. But then you become worthless. So even though you have served the company for 
50, 60 years, how good you were, your value depreciate over time, right? And we were in, in every area, right? We will say, don't do something that is not of value to you. That means that you cannot have, uh, earn, you cannot earn income. Then you say, wasting your time and wasting your money, right? That's how we think. You will never very seldom hear, right? Go, go, go and uh, spend all your money and your time doing uh, something that has nothing in return. All right? In the business world, in the outside world, you always think about value. To do things that is valuable, give value. Everything is about value. Okay? And what has no value, that means it has no use. You're wasting time. That's what the, the, the mentality or the mindset of the world, right? Never do anything that has no value. And we always value things in terms of what we can get out of it. Jesus, or rather God, never saw us that way. <laughs> we may be the most... Uh, expensive person, that means you have a lot of education, you have a lot to contribute to society. If someone can put a price on you, your price would be what you can do that can churn more money. Okay, so if you are too old already, 80 years old, your price come to almost zero already <laughs> because you cannot do much anymore that can make money, okay? So, but if you are young, you know, and uh, you have a lot of education, you're able to change the world, okay? You are sought after what you have. The, the corporate world said, hate hunters, okay? They go and hunt for you. You don't even need to look for a job. They look for you. Because why? You are an asset. Okay, your asset that can produce more money. But in the eyes of God, we were of no use at one point in our life, right? We were in sin, of no value, no matter what university we went to, or how smart we are, or how many of them. In God's word, it just says that while we were yet sinners, but I like it in the message, while we were of no use whatsoever to him, that is no value. God put his love on you when you were no value. So in the world, we have been defined by this, right? How much you're worth, how much you're not worth, based on what, how much you can make in life. So if you can make a million dollars, you are worth a lot. If you can only make less than 100,000 a year, that's not too bad. What if you cannot make anything? So it's all by price and value. You wouldn't buy something that is no value. You wouldn't. So what Jesus did, or what God did in his love, was he paid, he paid for something that is of no value, which is you and me. 
the world won't do it, okay? Your boss won't do it. Your partner won't do it. No one in this world logically would pay for even you yourself. You go to shopping, you go anywhere, wherever you like to buy. You want the most <laughs> worth it one, valuable, can make, you know, can help you to make money, okay? Then only you'll pay accordingly to the value. And then say, okay, I give you this one, a condemned one, that we actually not much value already. Will you? Of course not. But God was willing to pay a price to purchase you and me when we were of no use whatsoever to him. It's very different, right? God and us. But today we are in Christ. Okay, that's where we can think differently already. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So we were not just saved by grace as in, okay? Uh, God got nothing much else to do. Don't want us to go to hell. So Jesus came and died for us. And then, that's it. No, okay? Yeah. The, the why people today don't value themselves is because they were not, don't realize the price that was paid for us. Okay? So your most expensive item in the house, <laughs> you guard it, right? Today, some jewelry, all right? You put inside safe deposit box, which is not very safe. <laughs> some put under the bed, right? So depends, the not expensive one, you just chuck one side, okay? Loss also, never mind. But that's how we treasure things by the value that you put to it. Value by how much, you know, is there what use okay, to the thing. So for us, you and me, we were bought, the Bible says. That means at a price. So Jesus also, there is a value to every one of you. Every one of us, there is a value that God was willing to pay for us so that we can, what? Be useful, <laughs> valuable, worthy. Okay. <clears throat> now, this is an interesting uh, passage of the Bible. The word bought, agorazo, in Greek, is like in the market. All right, so some of you go to market before, right? Buy and sell. In the olden days, they buy and sell. Besides selling fish and uh, uh, pork and all that, vegetables, they sell slaves. <laughs> human being there. So you're glad. But there's a, there's a price tag, okay? To human beings sold like a, a, a chicken or a pig or a goat, okay? So this is the marketplace where people buy and sell. So Jesus had to buy us. He bought us at the cross, at a price that, well, let's see. Okay, there's a business there, buy and sell, go purchase, redeem. Okay, so the kidnappers will never kidnap a child or a boy or a girl from a very poor family. 
<laughs> because why? They got no value. So they will always kidnap someone who is very, uh, come from a very rich family, then the, the, the value, right? The parents will pay a high price to get back their child, okay? So there's also a place called redemption, all right? You put your, you redeem, okay? So you pay, pay back, pay for what? Uh, to have back that commodity or that thing or that person. The price is uh, T May, okay, got E, e May's name there. <laughs> you may not hear today. Okay, in Greek, all right, e, T May um, is the price. So E May is the precious price, all right, our E May, um, that Jesus paid a valuing. So you will say, when we go to the market or we go to the shop or to the Car, cars, car, car shop, whatever. Let me say, how much? How much? Okay. What is the price? Because that is the value of that item that we are going to buy. A valuing by which the price is fixed and the price paid or received for a person or thing bought or sold. If you realize that we are bought, then we, we know that we belong to someone. Okay, so you will say, this is mine, okay? This uh, phone is mine, all right? Because you bought it, all right? This house is yours because you bought it. This car is yours. This dog, this cat is yours because you bought it. Whatever that you have in your house, in your bank, all right? Uh, it's yours because you bought it. So you own it. Okay, we are bought by the Lord, so we have a owner. Honor which belongs or is shown to one of the honor of which one has by reason of rank or state is a money paid, all right? The price is money paid. Normally, it comes in terms of money. Okay, those days, early, early days, you have what you call butter trading, right? Today, we have this uh, a currency of exchange called money. There, you pay to show the value of something. Valuables, you esteem, whether it's precious or not. So if you pay a million dollars for that jewelry, you make sure you will, it's, it's very precious to you, all right? And you will keep it in a very uh, safe place or you esteem it very high. So you won't simply give it away because it is very precious and you protect it. Maybe some people, out and polish <laughs> every day, you know, uh, whatever it is. So you have men, okay, men, men, you wash your car every day, right? You polish it, then the, the wife say, yeah, your, your car is your wife. Ah. <laughs> so they like different things. They value different things, right? So if you marry a guy and they, every day, you know, seems to love the car more, he really value the car more than you. Okay, same as a, a lady. So whatever we have paid a lot for, so everything you touch, I don't touch this one, you know, I paid a lot for it. So that's what we value. So when, see how much they got paid for us. You were God's expensive purchase. You, okay? 
you, me, paid for with the tears of blood. So by all means, then use your body to bring glory to God. So the Bible tells us that we are very valuable. Okay? God's expensive purchase. In fact, you remember? Value by this world is using money. Okay? But God paid, Jesus paid with his blood. So there is no price. Price less. Okay? <clears throat> so here in this uh, uh, passage where this verse came up, where Paul told the Corinthian church about you are bought with a price. Okay? So when, you know, thinking about price, you are bought with a price, this, this passage came out. So in the Corinthian church, all right, uh, if you know a little bit history, I'll tell you a little bit of history about the Corinthian church. They were very messed up. <laughs> okay. If you want to have a, see a problem church, just look at the Corinthian church. Which Corinthians got all kinds of problems there? All right. Division, uh, suing each other, you know, fighting among each other. And one of the other things that was happening to the church or other believers was sexual sin. All right. That means having uh, sex out of marriage. So, Paul didn't say, remember, in the New Covenant, uh, we have been learning about grace, right? So don't sin or what? But he just tell them who they are, their value. Every time we sin or do something, right? God doesn't condemn us anymore, vertical, because uh, Jesus has taken. But in John, it says, your heart condemns you, okay? So God doesn't condemn, but our heart, because our heart has already been made pure. We are the righteousness of God. So anyway, in this little uh, incident where Paul tells them okay, about how to overcome the area of their, their flesh. Uh, in the message version, which is the first time I also read it, in the message version, this passage, there's more to sex than mere skin on skin. Sex is as much spiritual mystery as physical fact. As written in scripture, the two become one. Since we want to become spiritually one with the master, we must not pursue the kind of sex that avoids commitment and intimacy, which is within marriage, leaving us more lonely than ever. It's quite a revelation here. <laughs> you know, loneliness comes from having sex out of marriage, the kind of sex that can never become one. There is a sense in which sexual sins are different from all others. In sexual sin, we violate the sacredness of our own bodies. These bodies that were made for God-given and God-modeled love for becoming one with another. So it was sex is created by God, all right, for pleasure, all right, within our marriage and in the new creation. Or didn't you realize that your body, so it is know you not, okay, in the version that we are, are used to, Know you not that your body is the temple of God, right? It's the sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit. So all the sin we, com we commit through our body is because of a lack of knowledge of how valuable we are to God, of who we are. That's why we talk about identity in Christ. Many believers have been pushed around in the world until they see no value in themselves. Okay, and this is an area very clearly 
okay, that the believers did not know their value, their worth, both spiritual and physically. And what Paul was trying to tell them, know you not that you have been bought. Don't you see that you can't live however you please, wondering what God paid such a high price for that cannot even be measured by uh, money. Okay, so the fifth, there's a price that has been paid for us, the spirit, soul, and body. Okay, that price is actually priceless, right? Because it's not used with money. The physical part of you is not some piece of property belong to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole world. So let people see God in and through your body. All right. God wants, you know, tells us that we have been bought with the uh, blood of Jesus Christ. Bought. We belong to him. All right. And we are so precious, so valuable. So don't let anyone undervalue us. But now, let's see how precious you are. Today, a lot of things is, we know, uh, we have see people grow up and they have no value being defined by the world because you don't have, you know, didn't go to university or, you know, don't, you know. So the, the, what the devil put on us is you are no value. You are not, you're worthless. Okay, and that is what you call what the inferiority complex. Okay, it's about the result of sin. We don't see yourself valuable anymore. <laughs> you see yourself defined your value by the world. Sometimes the inferiority is so deep in a believer, it's so scary. Don't you know, Paul says, don't you know that you have been bought? With a price, you are priceless, valuable to God. In Isaiah 43, you know the children of Israel, today we are even more valuable than the children of Israel because we are the new creation. But now, God's message, the God who made you in the first place, the one who got you started, Jacob, who God changed to Israel, don't be afraid. I'll redeem you. I call your name. You have a name. Right? The world has put you to put man to the place of you are rubbish. <laughs> you cannot make it in life. You are not worth two cents. Look at your parents, look at your, you know, look at who you are, no talent, nothing. And we grew up. Men, women grew up with that no value thing, right? So people uh, treat like prostitutes, whatever, sinners, all who have this in their head. I am according to the value of whoever will pay for me. <laughs> this is not how God sees us. That's why when we talk about Jesus freeing us, buying us, is to free us. Real freedom is to know your worth and your value to God. And then you will display his glory. You have a name. You are not just a thing. We are not a thing. That's why God called each one by 
name. A name is an identity. <laughs> okay. Wherever you came from, some come from illegitimate children, some, you know, and then they become no name, right? A shame. You know, Jesus took our shame, right? He became the slave on the cross so that you and me can be worthy. He gave you a name. Actually, what is that name? I didn't have that scripture here. It's Habziba. My delight is in her. That is what God called the children of Israel. Today, it, see this. It's God's delight in you. you. God is pleased in you. Not because you did a lot of things. The old covenant is we have to delight in God. We have to please God. We need to see this. If not, you got no value. You keep on seeing yourself as no value or very little value. But God sees you as pleasing in Christ. He delights in you. If you want a name, <laughs> Christian name, call yourself Hatziba. It's neither male nor female. <laughs> Okay, it's a name for the children of Israel. It's, it means my delight is in her, all right, in the children, in the, in the God's people. You are mine. You, when you're in uh, over your head, I'll be there with you. When you're in through waters, you will not go down. You see, an identity of belonging is what people are looking for in this world. Why people jump down from the window? It's, they feel they are worthless. I had children in Singapore, you know, China, as I heard from Pastor Cheng Lai, but it's even worse. Okay, They are young and then they study. They, so to compete with so many people, they cannot compete. The pressure is too strong. They just go to the window. They feel what? worthless. I cannot meet up to my parents' expectations of me to become a, a doctor or whatever, you know. I cannot, the, the comparison in the classroom is too strong in the school. Who is better? It's so strong that it brings about sometimes the opposite. The ones who are very good in their physical ability, they feel they are superior, they make it that's so why they say, I can do, you can do. <laughs> I thank God that he don't have such phrase in the Bible. We don't need to compare, you know, with the person who can do. It's Christ who said, I can do all things through Christ. It's not anyone. That comparison is actually about value. Why do we compare? Why that person, you know, speak better, you know, do better? It's because we undervalue ourselves, right? Yes, on our own, we are worthless. But when you know, last week we talked about the champion, the apple of his eye. So many aspects of God trying to tell us through Christ's death on the cross, how valuable, how precious we are. That take away, you know, our eyes from anyone else that we seem to look at and say more valuable, let's, I will try to be like that person who can achieve this and to work too. I said, no need, just come to me. The Bible is very, very clear. Everything is in Christ. 
go to him, you find your value because he became worthless for you. He gave you a name, Matthew, called you by name. You are mine. You belong to him. You don't belong to the world. Yeah, this morning I heard, right? We are in this world, but we are not of this world. When you are in over your head, I'll, I'm there with you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. A person who knows their value in terms of dollars and cents, of course, it's a bit different in the world, right? They stand up, they're able to talk confidently, but their value is in their own self-righteousness. But imagine when you see your value in God's righteousness. That's what it means. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. You have confidence. You have boldness. But it's not in yourself. It's in who you are to the one who paid the price to own you. Imagine God owns us and you say, I'm just a worthless nothing. When you're between a rock and a hard place, when you know, okay, deep in your spirit, as the Holy Spirit revealed to us, that you belong to God, you are bought with a price, you have value, you have worth. Tell the devil, don't, you know, I am worth, very valuable. Between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Because I'm your God, your personal God, the Holy of Israel, your savior. Anything in this world is no more a problem. <laughs> There's no such thing as dead end to the one who belongs to God. Jesus never came to, Jesus knew his value, but he became value, worthless for you and me. Was he ever on the cross between a rock and a hard place? The uh, <clears throat> Pharisees, Mock at him, right? If you say you are the son of God, come down. He didn't have to prove himself. The world needs us to prove ourselves. God don't need you to prove your value. He already valued you on the cross. It was he will never be a place of dead end because God will lead you up. When you know your value, I paid a huge price for you. All of Egypt with rich Kush and Seba thrown in. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. I'll sell off the whole world to get you back. Trade the creation just for you. Have you seen yourself like that, that God will sell off the whole world to get you back. I trade the whole creation just for you. When we, the Lord help us to see that it's not pride that comes in, all right? It's the knowing that you live this life without fear. Jesus gave them another parable. Look at this parable. There was once a woman who had 10 valuable coins, <clears throat> a silver coins. Equal, each one equal to a day's wage. 
So at that time, one silver coin was a day's wage. So remember, Jesus was paid 30 uh, silver coins. Drachma, or is it called drachme? All right, drachme. A Greek silver coin about the same weight as a Roman denarius. So when she lost one of them, she swept her entire house, diligently searching every corner of her house for that one lost coin. So that one coin is one day's wage. She was looking all over the place. Now today, you see coin not very valuable, right? <laughs> My son, you sit on the couch and then all the coins will drop out from the guy's pocket, right? So if you want to find coins, right? Just look under the couch or everywhere. Sure got coins, right? wherever Jeremy is, there are coins. He lives everywhere. So it's like something that you don't even really bother. But not very much value, even though it's a, 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 just a, 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 a coin, right? So, but this lady is a parable that Jesus talked about. He swept the entire house. <laughs> okay, that, you know, if you lost your diamond ring, you will sweep the entire house, right? Some people go, not only the house, everywhere to go and look for it because it is precious. She swept her entire house looking for one coin. Every corner. When she finally found it, she gathered all her friends and neighbors for a celebration, telling them, come and celebrate with me. I had lost my precious silver coin, but now I found it. Silver also means redemption. Okay, that means Jesus paying the price for our salvation or for you to be, become precious. Okay, he found. And Jesus was telling this uh, parable to say that about how valuable a soul is. You know, if we don't see ourselves valuable, how can we see another person as God's valuable possession? We just cannot. In fact, you always see, you know, always have this comparison, which one better, which one not so better. How to have to win lost souls if we cannot see the value of a soul to our God? That's the way God responds every time one lost sinner repents and turns to him. He says to all his angels, let's have a joyous celebration for that one who was lost, I have found. If we don't see ourselves the way God sees us, value us, cannot see the value of uh, someone who hasn't received Jesus. God says is that, you know, I paid the price. As much as I paid for you, I paid for this person. And then we're going to celebrate for something we think worthless. So we see people, what? Because we see ourselves worthless. We see others, the fellow not worth much, you know, he's such a terrible person. no value, sinner, or sick and not about to die, even less value, all already less value. But Jesus and God see us 
and value us differently. Say, let's have a joyous celebration for that one was lost, that precious silver coin, something that we will don't even bother. To God is very precious, a life of a soul. Let's go to Matthew 10 about this when God was passing by of Jesus and he was mentioning this about the sparrow. You can buy two sparrows for only a copper coin, yet not even one sparrow falls from this nest without the knowledge of your father. Aren't you worth much more to God than many sparrows? So don't worry. For your God cares deeply about even the smallest detail of your life. He was talking to his disciples, Jesus, about persecution. You know, people persecute you or what, you know, for you. He says, don't worry about what men say about you and all that. You are worth more than, probably as he was talking, then he, he passed by the market. <laughs> and then there were uh, sparrows for sale. So then he talked about value because your, your, your knowing your value is going to reduce your amount of worries and fears on, of this life. Your worth, than many sparrows. God cared, this is also a verse about the numbers of your hair, right? The smallest detail about, of your life. Sparrows were a very cheap article. <clears throat> sold in the market as food for the poor. They were sold by a pair or in fives. Okay, so they were food for the poor people, right? The market price for two sparrows was an Assyrian. So today we don't buy sparrows, right? We buy chicken. <laughs> okay, higher level now, right? But that time, the very poor, they're still very poor in this world, okay? Jesus is telling about this one, the value. Uh, Assyrian is a drug mark. Oh, no, it's the name of a coin equal to the 10th part of a drug mark. So remember the silver coin. This, this uh, Assyrian is only one-tenth of a drug mark, very cheap. So two coins, all right? can buy a, a sparrow, very, very cheap, or a farthing, okay? So it's like the coin you drop in your house that you don't really bother, <laughs> at that time means a lot to the poor, okay? Because they can buy two sparrows or five sparrows with it for their daily sustenance of food. What's the price of a pet canary? This is the message version. Some loose change, right? So we don't really bother, right, about loose change. But to the poor, it means a lot. God cares what happens to it even more than you do. We don't see value already today. Or rather, we see value in terms of dollars and cents. Very big one. But God's eye, even to the smallest detail, it pays even greater attention to you, down to the last detail, even numbering the hairs on your head. 
So don't be intimidated by all this bully talk. You're worth more than a million canaries. Jesus is trying to tell us that he cares for us. He doesn't value us based on how we value things. Okay? Even the smallest detail, the numbers, the hair, well, it's something so hard to comprehend, right? Because our hair drops, but still got hair. <laughs> and then he numbers it. So sometimes they drop the hair, say, I leave it to God. He knows how much is the number. It cannot be counted. But main thing about a detail of your life. So just now, uh, uh, Pastor Chenga was sharing about, you know, the, the concerns of life, you know, and when she just, uh, it could be the sink, it could be the car, you know, when she just honor the Lord and gave from her heart to, to the Lord, he takes care of these small details, you know, and this, this, this week also had a very uh, interesting, uh, I would say maybe two experiences just this week alone, uh, uh, just maybe two, uh, yesterday, I think, <laughs> uh, about small detail, small detail of life. One of it was, I don't really like the bother about food. Okay? Food is never my concern. If you take me, I go Bangkok, I go shopping. <laughs> okay? I don't go eating, me and my son the same. So we will take our money years ago, right? We used to go often because we were doing a, a business. Then uh, we will go eat quickly, eat one meal, and then last us for the whole day, we will be shopping in Pratunam Mall, the six-story design. Just shop, 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 until hungry. So if you like food, you cannot go with us. We don't bother about eating one. <laughs> we just shop, shop, shop. Okay, so food is really not... If you're hungry, I just eat. If possible, skip all the meals. If can survive, well, that would be awesome. And also, all from young, I always wanted a drink. <laughs> a drink that can make me full for the whole day. Because uh, now you have all kinds of shake, but it doesn't last that many hours. So, well, heaven, you know, is a place that uh, don't have to spend much time on eating. But of course, I do enjoy certain type of food. So, all of a sudden, yesterday, I was thinking about nuts. <laughs> so, it was very rare for me. I told you, I don't think about food. I eat if necessary, just because I'm hungry. That's like a bit of nuts, you know? So, so okay. Uh, then, uh, I don't know why I'm thinking of nuts. But the next day, <laughs> of course, which is yesterday, right? So, uh, every Friday, uh, uh, Joan gave me a, 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 a delicious lunch, lunch, right? And then I saw, and I opened it, I saw nuts inside. <laughs> My goodness, all of you don't have nuts, one. okay? I mean, since you started, right? I said, Hey, God, you just know this little detail, you know? I just wanted to eat some nuts. And then there were cashew nuts, one of my favorites. So I said, God, how come you know? Huh? Okay, never mind. Then I, there's another one. I had a phone arrive for almost, I think, two over years already, this phone. Uh, I think my son bought it for me. And because it's so long already, I wanted to change the, the cover. You know, I like to pull something and looks pretty and a cover is not expensive. But due to COVID and all that, you know, and also I don't like to go Pasamala uh, night market all that. So I couldn't find that uh, a cover to change. 
for two years already until I just like leave it. Lah. And then somehow with this COVID, with the, the lockdown and everything, I don't go out to shop. And I also don't know what is the, the what do you call the, not, not brand, the model of the phone. So I cannot buy the cover. But yesterday I just took a walk down and for a short while, and I've come across this phone store. You know, all the stores in the, in the shop, in the mall, were all closed already, right? Because they probably got no business. But there was this little phone shop there. I said, hey, why don't I ask the phone shop? <laughs> Would they have? That's last time I asked before. And they don't have my model, the cover. It was a very small thing, but it was something that I had. You know, that came to me. It is a very small detail of life. Lah, huh? Then I go and ask. Only this one particular shop opened among all those, you know, those stalls in the center of the mall. So I said, do you have a cover for this phone? And he said, what model? I don't even know. So she told me, check the setting, everything. And she said she would check. The last time someone checked, they said they'll have a long time ago. She said, I thought... <laughs> Three, buy two free one. I said, I don't need two. So anyway, I will, I just gave her the price. She said, okay, okay, okay. You know, and I, 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 let, let, let me share something also, right? As believers, be generous. Don't bargain until the person wants to die already. <laughs> okay, sometimes, you know, we bargain, bargain. So actually, I wasn't thinking of at much because it's not much, like, you know, it's about less than 20 ringgit. But just something that come up, you know, uh, of life, all right? I remember, you know, we, we have a generous God. So one, day, one time in my business uh, years ago when I was a, a company secretary and I was the boss, all right? So I had a staff, right, working for me. And there was this client of mine and he is a, very sad to say, a pastor, <laughs> okay? Why I say sad to say? Because this client, you know, they come in corporate companies and all that. My staff was an unbeliever. And this client is a pastor. And he bargained, and not only bargained the price, he thought all the rough words, you know, as in, you know, what you charge like this, until it's as if you're worth nothing, you know. And then my staff come to me. And she knows I'm a pastor. I was still pastoring at that time, uh, and uh, as, as well as working. It was such a horrible testimony, you know. He said, "You know, Miss Mong, how come he's a pastor and the way he thought and bargained until, as if we don't need to earn anything, <laughs> you know, to to do this business." Then I also don't know what to say, you know, as a as a pastor, and his name is a Moses probably under the law. <laughs> I can still remember. It was like years ago. So, you know, under the law, it's so terrible. Yeah? So from that, you know, incident, all that, I realized, you know, when we buy things, don't bargain until the owner, the, the, the seller, probably cannot earn anything anymore. It is, it is a wrong, uh, you know, uh, display of our God. <laughs> he is a generous God. So coming back to this, you know, so I just, I, you know, never buy things for so long uh, other than uh, online. I don't I forgot how to bargain. So I just set a certain price and I think it's a bit high for the 
for the uh, phone cover, but she said, okay, okay. So I said, oh, okay, now I might just, just pay. Like, it was only about 15 ringgit for the cover. I, I was very happy, you know, it was a small thing, but I realized that uh, that was also after, I think yesterday was the message time, the law has already put bits and pieces. So I actually start receiving from the Lord the message that he has from, from Monday onwards. So I was like so touched, you know, by so feel so loved by God. <laughs> that this little detail of my life, some cashew nuts and uh, uh, what do you call this, uh, the, the, the phone cover, there, 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 it is. It's quite cute, right? <laughs> All the time, very ugly one because it was a plastic one. So two years, it's, it's not that I couldn't buy, I just cannot find it, you know, but he just dropped it in a time of pandemic where all the little shops are all closed and opened one for me and I just walked there for a short time. See, God is so good. I feel Him so much. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. A sparrow that is so cheap that only need two coins or three or five to buy. Yeah, those loose change that today we won't buy anymore. But God sees us as more valuable than many, many sparrows. <clears throat> if the Lord cares for the sparrow, he certainly cares for you and me. None of us here. God doesn't care. He cares. So don't jump out of the window. Whatever little detail in your life, the smallest detail to whatever you think is big, it all boils down to your value. If you see yourself as no value, you end your life. But when you see yourself as God valuing you, that priceless, you cannot put a price. If you care for this sparrow, he cares for you. Live that life carefree. Carefree. Free of care is when you know how much you value you. The little talk that you think, I need this, take care of you. If you need a bigger one, you think God won't do for you, he will. Because he owns everything, heaven and earth and earth. Jesus was prized as a slave. His death is the value of the death of a slave. So that you and me have become priceless, so precious that its value cannot be determined. Priceless works of art. That's what we are, right? Works of art. Ephesians 2.10. We are. There's another, uh, we can continue some more. There's so much that God sees in you and me. The masterpiece, the work of art. But what? If you're an artist, you'll say, this one not for sale. <laughs> so, Evelyn Zoe is not for sale. <laughs> All of you here are not for sale. Even though she looks like alien, she's not for sale. <laughs> because lucky, more, even more priceless, right? You cannot find on this earth. <laughs> someone with a pink hair like that. <laughs> right? 
and yours everywhere. Right? Every one of you, none of you are for sale. Devil, you cannot buy us. You cannot cause us to jump down the window, to give up on life or, you know, to think God don't love us. He paid a price. If you are lost, you know, when one time uh, Marianne was lost, Joan went looking for her, right? <laughs> because that's how valuable she is to her. If you are lost, right, in a dead end, in Isaiah 33, we think that our life is like a dead end. Turn right also wrong, turn left also wrong. Then what God says, you are valuable. I paid a price for you. Don't give up. I have a way out for you. The solution is there. <laughs> when you realize how worthy you are, take the communion and realize how worthy you are, how priceless you are every day. The value that he put on us was in exchange for the death, the price of the slave. May that sink. When the first, when I read this about a few days ago, I don't know, something just hit me for a few moments. It was like a, 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 a knife go inside my head when I realized that Jesus was priced at only the price of the slave. For what purpose? So that we can be priced less, more than, worth more than diamonds, worth more than, you know, we will go crazy if we lose something that is bought and is valuable. God will go crazy if he loses you and he loses a soul up there. That is so valuable and meaningful to him. See your worth in Christ today. You're precious of value. If someone don't value you, forget about him or her. You are worth much more. God has a big plan for your life. That's why we are people of destiny because we are valuable. We are God's treasure. If you, you're not just a coin that roll, 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 and then went under the fridge <laughs> and then stay there for many, many years. And then, the, you know, one day when they clean the house, hey, found the coin. God knows which corner of the earth you are, what you are going through. And he says, I settled it for you. Find you. Find you not to beat you up. Find you to show my glory in you. I show you off to the world that I paid a price of a, I was valued at a slave price, paid with my blood so that you can be priceless. So never put a price tag on yourself because you are beyond money, dollars and cents. Bought with the blood of Jesus. Jesus didn't have to subject himself to such an insult. He did it for you. So you can live your life.
blessed, valuable, and you can, from there, able to see others as valuable too. Amen? That work of art. Thank you, Lord. And then, never have to worry. Never have to, yeah? It's, if you have never really seen what it's like to be, uh, for God to do, to love you like that, I think it's time to start. Receive, remember, grace. It's all about receiving. Receiving, today you hear this message that you are Jesus, what you and make you priceless. What does it mean to you? It means he will not allow anyone to bully you. He will not allow you to, you know, live, go, go a day feeling depressed and down. There's so many... Uh, wonderful things when you know that you are valuable in God's sight. He won't allow accident to happen to you because you are so valuable to him. He won't allow sickness. So we can now live free of being abused by the devil for years in our lives. You are what you are. He will trade the whole world for you. You can wake up not caring what people think of you, able to live without being put a value by the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Holy Spirit. Help your children see, Lord. Open our eyes to see how much you value us. Let no man or, or anyone from this world or the devil ever put a price on us, telling us you are not good enough. For anyone of us here have the revelation of how valuable we are to you. Even you care for the sparrow that is only the poor people can afford. 
so cheap that we can we don't need to be caught or labeled cheap by the world. We are expensive. Every one of us here is expensive, priceless. Lord, let everyone know the value in Christ, Lord. The value of a soul to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you